Yo, 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 welcome to the Apologetic Fun in 10 podcast. You are joining me, your host, Alex Davis, and we are about to have some fun. Like I said, my name is Alex Davis. I'm currently studying Christian apologetics, getting my master's at Oklahoma Baptist University, and you are joining me for some fun so that we can defend the gospel together. So join me in this incredible fun journey. Let's go. Hey, hey, what a great episode we have for you today, my friends. Kind of hard to talk about, but this is definitely essential, especially in 2022, after everything that we've been working and walking through. Don't even have to mention it. You know where I'm going, friend. So can a Christian be depressed? Christians can't be depressed, right? There's no, there's no way. That's not possible. They have the saving grace of God. They're always happy, always joyful, right? Well, wrong. I want to discuss that with you today, but I also want to discuss this viewpoint with you. So there's definitely a view that Christians could never be depressed. You know, we have it all over scripture, just the faithfulness of God, the way that from the beginning of scripture to the very end, God is choosing his people, pursuing them. They run from him. They're disobedient to him. But yet from the beginning of time, especially from the fall that we see in Genesis 3, his people disobey him, but he chooses them. And he planned for Christ to come and redeem all of his people and choosing them to be with himself, predestining them for God's goodness and Christ's redeeming blood to cover their sins. So there's no way that we could ever be depressed. There's no absolute way. We must choose joy. We must choose happiness in all circumstances. This is a stance that many take and many might think and rest in. If I'm honest with you, without really acknowledging it, I've lived in that. I've lived in the stance that I, I can't be depressed. I, I have to be happy at all times. You know, I have to choose joy. I'm a loud person. If you probably don't, if you don't know me in person, but you can read from this podcast, read, listen to this podcast. You can probably tell I'm a little, you know, boisterous slightly, but that has no inclination or regard to how one should live their life. We experience depths of emotion as, as humans. We will experience grief for loss. We will experience rejection. Therefore, you'll have to experience more grief, sadness, and joy. You'll have to walk through turmoil, suffering, pain, discipline. Discipline is not always favorable in its time, but it, will, it shall produce righteousness at its due time. We will experience so many depths of emotions. And depending upon your personality type and just who you are and how you were raised, you experience them in a more deeply beautiful way. I'm definitely an emotional person. So I do experience emotions at times when I allow myself. (laughs) That's the key point when you allow yourself. So can we be depressed? Can we be very downcast? And like the, the deep deep, not just like the transient emotion that like might bypass after like a day or two, but like the deep seasons of pain. 
I think yes. I believe yes, my friend. I believe that this is something that we can see plastered all over scripture. Men of our faith that have experienced depression as a man of God, knowing Christ intimately in his sufferings. I mean, let us look, especially in the Psalms, my friends. So we can see specifically in one of my favorite Psalms, it's Psalms 139. We're going to look at 139, 7 through 11 and 12. This is written by David. David? David, yes. (laughs) Sorry. Where shall I go from your spirit? Where shall I flee from your presence? If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day for darkness is as light with you. He is never far. He is with us. One man and man shall experience darkness, shall experience the pains of this world. Why? Because we as man are not meant to live in eternity in this world. We are created to live with God. It is simply due to the fall, like I mentioned earlier. We read again, Psalms 42, 5 through 6. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. God is good. And yes, he is good in the midst of one's turmoil. Do you not see that? This man of God that we know did rebel in his life, did fall in sin amidst knowing Jesus, amidst having the love of his Lord in his soul, was chosen by God, was cast down. His turmoil within him was very burdensome. He was burdened by what sin brings into our world. Guys, because of the fall, we will experience sin and pain and suffering and even depression. And at times, I have heard stories of Christian men and women begging for the Lord to take away the depression, begging for the Lord to take away the darkness and the fog hovering over their heads. But they continue to turn to God in the midst of it, even if he didn't take it away. He is so much more with us in the midst of turning to him. Why? Because when we come near to God, he comes near to us. That's what scripture says. So when we come near to God, he's never leaving us. It's simply that he speaks in ways that our ears might be more attuned. So not only do we need to turn to God in the midst of our depression, but we need to turn to God in the midst of good times too. So what does this mean? I know I just read with you a couple of Psalms, but we can even see over Paul's life, if you want to dig into some of Paul's letters, he talks about a lot of suffering that he worked through. I mean, you can look at Romans, you can look at any of the Corinthian letters. You can just like see snippets of his suffering. Don't you think for a blink of an eye that he experienced depression? I mean, come on, guys. He was bound in chains. I don't want to put that on him and just insert into the text what I want it to say. 
But you can know with certainty that thorn of the flesh that he experienced, we don't know with certain what that was. It could have been depression. Some theologians believe that. It could have been a literal, just like external physical ailment. Some think it might have been a speech impediment. We don't know. I tend to think it was more of a depressive state from just like reading and hearing what other theologians think. That's kind of where I kind of rest. But again, that's just an assumption and just hoping to see that I can so too relate with Paul. I would love to continue this conversation with you, my friends. If you or someone you love is experiencing deep depressive thoughts and is working through them, just know that you're not alone in them and Christ is holding on to you. There is hope. There is so much hope and you are not crazy or kooky. You are chosen by God in his image and he loves you deeply. Let me read one more scripture to you in order that we might live in this hope. Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made, made me his own. Philippians 3, 12. Christ holds you. Press in. Press into these words. Sit with him. Taste his words. Feel them. Delight in him. I love you, my friends. And I hope today that you just got more clarity that it's okay, but so too, you can press into God. So I pray that you can sit with those that are working through such hardship. I love you deeply. Go defend the gospel. It's fun.